Thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. I mean, these images I'm watching now on Fox of Afghani people literally chasing airplanes and trying to cling on to an airplane about to take off on a runway and in the hopes that they can get the hell out of there. And we see these images of people you know, falling from the sky because you can't hang on to an airplane for that long a period of time. It is, it's just, it, it is such an unmitigated disaster. It's days like today. I, I have to slow myself down because of the, the real genuine anger I have over all of this, all of this that we now see unfolding before our eyes, all of it could have been handled in an orderly fashion. Well, well, I inherited this from uh, from Donald Trump. Well, you also inherited secure borders, Joe, but you changed that policy. You also inherited energy independence, and you dumped that policy, except for Vladimir Putin, you gave him a waiver, and now you're begging OPEC to produce more oil because it's the lifeblood of the world's economy. So stop blaming Joe. Uh, Joe, stop, if you even know what day it is, stop blaming Donald Trump for your incompetence, Donald Trump's policies based on conditions on the ground. It was always based on that. And I know a lot about it because I had long discussions with the senators that were involved in the drawdown in Afghanistan and their discussions with the president. So these people on in the media, the mob cannot be more wrong, although for the first time we're getting just a little slice of of some honest reporting because it's such an unmitigated disaster and it could have all, as I said, been prevented. I mean, you know, listen to Joe Biden. When is, what is the date of this, this comment by Joe? He's literally saying, um, yeah, it's, it's, as it relates to what's happening on the, on the ground, he's asked straight up. He's asked straight up. Any chance the Taliban can get back in power? It's a couple of weeks ago. Listen. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the of the united states from afghanistan well couldn't be any more wrong just a couple of weeks ago or tony blinken out there this guy allows the chinese to lecture him on human rights he's allowing the chinese military to threaten our military bases and dictate if we can land a plane in taiwan an allied country of ours he's threatening our other allies in the region like Japan and their military bases. And he's talking, the Chinese are talking about reunification of Taiwan, meaning the takeover of Taiwan. And Blinken and Biden and Kamala Harris do and say nothing. We fire Keystone XL pipeline workers. They lose their jobs. We lose our energy independence, but we give Vladimir Putin a waiver. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the compromised family, the Biden syndicate that made a ton of money from Russia and Kazakhstan and Ukraine and probably the most money from China. And then Blinken is out there, you know, if there's a serious deterioration, 
This is the greatest lie ever told because and and the blame of Trump is the greatest lie ever told by these people. And there's been a lot of them. And everybody should be angry. And let me just address, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but all you Lincoln Project people, all of you media mob people out there, you know, you Joe Scarborough's, Liz Cheney, you know, remember, Liz, the people you're best friends with now, they, they said your your dad, that that Cheney and Bush lied and people died. The ones that accused your your father of being corrupt that you're now partnering with. Yeah. How do you like the foreign policy of Joe Biden? You know, you love the old Cold, Cold War mentality. I don't care if it's China. I don't care if it's Russia. I don't care if it's Iran. And now it's Afghanistan. Because the world sees what I have been saying. And that is that Joe Biden is weak and he's checked out. He's a cognitive mess. And if it comes down to the mean tweets, oh, they hurt my feelings from Donald Trump. The difference between Trump and Joe Biden is they genuinely believed and they feared Trump. They knew that he would back up what he said he would do. And, oh, well, he negotiated with the Taliban, but they didn't do it on his watch, did they? Because they knew that there were going to be consequences to be paid immediately. It wouldn't have gotten to Kabul at this point. And if you don't believe me, I'll give you the, the greatest example. And that was, well, all throughout Biden and Obama's years, you have ISIS and the buildup of ISIS and the caliphate and Donald Trump very quietly, not a lot of fanfare, literally walked back city after city after city and bombed ISIS into oblivion and defeated the caliphate, which is exactly what the Taliban feared from Donald Trump, what they don't fear for from Joe Biden. And now the Taliban is, has a safe haven for every terrorist group like Al Qaeda and people like the who will be the next bin Laden plotting and planning and scheming and being at war with us. And now Joe, with his hasty exit, even leaved, left all our munitions, a cache of weaponry and all the vehicles you could ever dream of for the Taliban. And it's now in their possession. You can't screw these these foreign policy issues up anymore. There is not a single thing that I can think of that Joe Biden is doing or has done in seven months that has benefited the American people or, or the world. We have open borders, an unmitigated disaster, humanitarian disaster, an economic disaster, a health disaster. You know, and what are we doing? We put them in Biden built cages and then we send them in these cages in the middle of a pandemic, overcrowded, and then we ship them out all over the country. There's no vaccine passport mandate. There's no vaccine mandate. There's not even a mask mandate, but they get dispersed all around the country. In this case, in Afghanistan, innocent people will die. You care about women's rights? We already know what the Taliban do to women and how they treat women. They enslave them. And then remember, before uh, this all started 20 years ago, women couldn't go to school. They couldn't go to work. I'm watching a fake news CNN, you know, uh, anchor woman or reporter on the ground dressed in, uh, you know, in full hijab, et cetera, et cetera, fully covered because the Taliban is now in charge again. And there's apparently been a run on the stores to, for women that had been freed all these years that they now know it's time to cover up again or you're going to die.
There isn't a single solitary thing. If you could name it, call me. That Biden has done that's successful. Has he been successful on the economy? How's that inflation working out for you? By ending, you know, what we had accomplished, 75 years of energy not energy dependent. Now we're begging OPEC. We weren't importing a single barrel of oil from Saudi Arabia. Not one. What the Iranians did in the Straits of Hormuz had little to no impact on us. Now it does once again, which means perhaps other entanglements down the road. How's it working out with China as they now move forward with their geographical geopolitical ambitions and the same with russia now on the border of ukraine now also the lifeblood of our allies economy with the pipeline that that joe biden signed off on while simultaneously firing american workers i mean how's he doing on inflation how's he doing on taxes how's joe doing with covid now that we literally have the the anthony fauci oh now we have to put issues of personal liberties aside Put them aside to fight the virus, but not a peep about this biggest super spreader of all times. And that, of course, being what's going on at our southern border. Then you have the CDC director. Vaccines will no longer prevent the spread of the covid Delta variant, which is why I'll even spend a little time on what the therapeutics are. Now, I know they told you if you got the vaccine, life goes back to normal. That vax or mask then vax and mask now it's vax and and mask and you might need regeneron but most people don't know about regeneron or eli Lilly or the other therapeutics that have been developed oh by let's see medical doctors that went to yale harvard uh some of the best institutions of the country forget about follow the science if you had covid19 Cleveland Clinic says you don't need a vaccine passport or you don't even need a vaccination. But no, we got one size fits all medicine and you better comply or you're going to be shut out of everyday life. I mean, this tell me what he's done that is successful. Tell me how he's benefited this country on top of bankrupting it on top of everything else. You know, and where where was Joe all weekend? Where the hell was he? As this is all unfolding, the very thing he said just a couple of weeks ago wouldn't happen is is happening. And he's where off at Camp David on vacation. And then White House Press Secretary Jen Circleback Saki, she took a break from her duties. And, you know, if you send her an email, uh, I'd like some comments. Does the president have anything to say about the imminent fall of Kabul in Afghanistan and And the race to get Americans out of there, the hell out of there alive. Uh, Sorry, I'm out of the office right now. I'll be out of the office from August 15th, August 22nd. That's the email that FoxNews.com got back. And the timing of her being off comes as Biden has faced all of this criticism. I mean, it's it, it is a fiasco. And by the way, it was predictable and predicted. We all predicted this. The difference between Trump Conditions on the ground would dictate whether they would ever get to this point with a very clear message that, in fact, the U.S. would intervene with the power and might that they used against ISIS to defeat ISIS, the very group that Biden and Obama let grow. Joe Biden's you know, ill-planned retreat has now humiliated America on the world stage yet even further. It's, it is embarrassing, but that's the least of it. 
Hopefully getting Americans out alive will be a possibility. Robert Gates was asked again. He said Joe Biden has been on on the wrong side of nearly every foreign policy question. He still is. He's wrong on Russia. He's wrong on China. He's obviously wrong now on Afghanistan. He's and you said in your Iran. memoir, Joe Biden he's, is impossible not to like. Impossible. Quote, he's a man of integrity, incapable of hiding what he really thinks, and one of those rare people you know you could turn to for help in a personal crisis. Still, I think he's been anyway, wrong so on he's nearly gone. He's, every... He's, he's, he's missing in action. All right, 800-941-SEAN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. You're going to love this. Pelosi saying Biden is to be commended for his Afghanistan debacle. Praising him is to be commend- to commended for what? Now, pay close attention to this. There's two very important pieces of information I want to give out to you here. On top of a, a pile so high, I don't think five shows could get through it all. There is an article now, justthenews.com. This is John Solomon, executive editor. China's mouthpiece newspaper is suggesting... The U.S. will abandon Taiwan after years and decades of pledging never to let the communist Chinese take over that country. And they're talking in China about reunification. But um, anyway, they're they're now they're they're about to recognize the, the quote Taliban as the real official government of Afghanistan. So the Chinese are taking full advantage. Now, one of their official mouthpiece newspapers of the communist Chinese uh, questioned whether the U.S. would actually defend Taiwan in a conflict after the collapse in Afghanistan, illustrating how weak the world views Joe Biden. And you can see a series of tweets from the state affiliated affiliated. I'm sure Hunter's very familiar with all these people, or they're certainly familiar with him in ways we could only imagine. Global Times capturing the interest of U.S. intelligence reports who questioned whether China and other global adversaries might agitate while the Biden administration struggles to oversee a bungled troop withdrawal after a 20-year war in Afghanistan. If war breaks out across the Taiwan Straits, will the U.S. keep its promises? The state-run paper tweets out in one such tweet. Some media asked, you know, about the pullout from Afghanistan. The U.S. never promised to send troops if conflicts occur in the Straits. Uh, uh, An expert in Taiwan said... Afghans have no confidence in the U.N. What they're doing is they're saying hey, we're going to walk all over Taiwan and reunification is on its way. The second piece of information is even the Washington Post, their correspondent and Girin said yesterday something that caught my attention in a panel discussion on Meet the Press. I don't watch it. I read transcripts because I can't take it. He's no Tim Russert. Anyway, clearly there's a divide between the Pentagon and the president. And I think the Pentagon is whispering, don't do this, Joe. They didn't want to do it. Guerin replied, saying that Biden's relationship with his top generals had not been the best from the very beginning. And Biden took office very skeptical of the generals, as he likes to call them, for exactly the point you make. He thinks Obama got jammed. That's his word during the surge. And he was determined not to be jammed himself.
exposing the Pelosi party's chaos and corruption all day, every day. This, this is the Sean Hannity Show. 25 till the top of the hour. Pelosi commending Joe Biden for this Afghan debacle that they said would never happen. China's mouthpiece, communist Chinese mouthpiece newspaper suggesting the U.S. will abandon Taiwan. All part of their reunification geopolitical ambitions that they're now threatening the U.S. Why wouldn't the Chinese believe it? Because they lectured us on human rights in Afghanistan and that idiot secretary of state we have, Blinken, sat there and took it. And by the way, after the after, of course, China ravaged the world with covid and we're going to get lectures on on human rights while there's literally, as we speak, going on, you know, like ethnic cleansing inside China. Such a disgrace. More than two thirds of the American people disapprove of this Afghanistan disaster. That's by Robert Cahaley, Trafalgar Group. Yeah, that would be even among Democrats, 48 percent disapprove of the handling of, of Joe Biden. It's a pretty high number for Democrats even. Um, now we're getting all the insight that apparently Joe Biden is overruling his own generals. He, he, he's not equipped to make any of these decisions, in my view. And clearly, you know, everybody is now emboldened because the world is watching all of this. I've been telling you that the world's not influenced by the mob and the media and big tech in the United States. They're going to make their own interpretations uh, about Joe Biden and his pathetic state of mind. And that's exactly what they're doing. Um, you know, it's it's sad to watch this. And how bad does it get? That's a question I can't answer. You know, Jim Banks, congressman, saying Biden's uh, blunder here raises doubts about his ability to continue as president. Are we going to get an explanation why Joe Biden? How was he that wrong? Let me play it again. This is Joe Biden in his own words is it likely that the Taliban is going to return to power? No, and we're not going to see people being airlifted off of the, of the embassy rooftops to get them the hell out of there. Pretty much everything we saw this weekend when we were being told by our intelligence community, oh, it'd be about 90 days, you know, minimum before the Taliban uh, gets to Kabul and takes over the whole city and even our embassy. Listen. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the of the united states from afghanistan now the administration just thursday of last week was begging the taliban well when you get to kabul please don't destroy our embassy after all the world's going to be judging you and watching you know what you do here you think they care they're terrorists this is the same taliban that went into hiding well, Donald Trump talked to them, Hannity. Why did you support that? Because they were scared. They didn't do it on Donald Trump's watch because they were scared like hell after what he did to the caliphate, uh, ISIS. And they know that he was a guy that said, if you do it, we're going to we're going to whack you. We're going to blow you to smithereens. And they believed him. Just like China made trade deals that no other president had ever gotten them to make.
because they believe them. Just like every other country believed him. And that's why the Chinese tariffs, he didn't want to, he didn't want a trade war. He wanted free and fair trade. The only way you're going to get free and fair trade is that the other side needs to believe you are serious. If they don't believe you're serious. And maybe the, there was a little touch of Donald Trump seems crazy enough to do it in the back of their head. Now, is that such a bad thing? Not to me. I want our enemies. I want these hostile regimes. I want these rogue regimes with their territorial ambitions like China and Russia to believe that we mean what we say. And clearly, nobody has any respect for Joe Biden at this point in time. You know, if you look back, Biden's media endorsements in 2020, they all touted his rich grasp of foreign policy. No, I think it was Robert Gates that got it right, standing by his observation that that throughout the, the 40 or 50 years, his entire career, that Joe Biden was wrong on every single foreign policy issue that ever came before him. You can't be any any more wrong than his miscalculation here in Afghanistan and the and the ripple effect and impact that's incalculable at this moment. And that is how these other hostile regimes will react in light of what they're witnessing with their own eyes. Like, okay, he's going to he's going to let this happen. He's letting this happen. They're barely to get. I mean, we don't even know if every American got out. We now have at least a report. If you haven't seen these videos, it is so sad. Seven reported dead fleeing, you know, Afghanistan. They want out so bad that they're clinging to U.S. jets that are on the runway beginning their taxiing to take off. Well, you can't withstand the force of a takeoff for that long a period of time, never mind the altitude that you're going to get at. And now the video being broadcast at a Kabul's International Airport, now we see people falling from the sky, dying. Most gruesome deaths. You know, it, it's sort of like, you know, it, it, it's the images of, of South Vietnamese allies scrambling for their lives trying to grab onto helicopters on the roof of our embassy in Saigon. Remember those images? That was 1975. And it, the analogy is appropriate. U.S. officials say at least seven people were killed after crowds of Afghans stormed Kabul's international airport, tried to swarm the tarmac as U.S. military flights were preparing to leave. We don't know exactly the number, but the footage showing people falling from C-17 transport planes as it rapidly gains altitude over the city. It looked like it was a fairly vertical takeoff to just to get out of missile range. I've had those flights and, and landings when I went to Iraq. I know what it's like. It's not fun when even they're telling you, look out the window. Let us know if you see anything being shot from the ground so we can defend ourselves. You know, Biden was focused on the terrorist threat from white supremacists as the Taliban prepared their Kabul, you know, takeover. Remember, he's the most lethal terrorist threat to our homeland in recent years. Okay, there are ignorant, racist, violent people out there. We know that. But what has Joe ever done? There's 50 people shot in Chicago this weekend. Where were you, Joe? One of you ever lifted a finger. You are Obama in the years that you were vice president. Just like you haven't lifted a finger for voting you know, to, to, to make voting more accessible for people. Anyway, it was two years ago, Secretary Robert Gates, former defense secretary of Obama, 
And now he stands by it that Biden had been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy, national security issue over the past four decades. I stand by that statement. Ouch. You can't get any worse than that. World leaders blaming, rightly so, Biden for this debacle in Afghanistan. Yeah, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson going as far as to blame all of it on Biden. He said it's fair to say the U.S. decision to pull out has accelerated things, but this has in many ways been a chronicle of an event foretold. He urged Western leaders to work together to prevent Afghanistan from again becoming a a breeding ground for terrorism. Good luck. As if that's going to happen. You're dreaming, Boris. Or Justin Trudeau saying he's heartbroken. Oh, okay. I'm sorry your heart's broken. I bet the women in uh, uh, all over Afghanistan, their hearts are broken, too, because their lives have changed now dramatically for the worse. And their lives are in jeopardy. And school and work, probably, if, if past patterns hold, they won't be in school. They won't be at work. David Petraeus was uh, on this Sunday. He made the say, if we communicate effectively with the Taliban that they need to halt what they're doing or we'll bring the might of the U.S. military down upon them, we can stop this, he said. Well, that was the whole Trump plan. If you, and I interviewed Pompeo at the time, and I interviewed Trump at the time, and I interviewed all the senators that were urging the president to keep that bare minimum presence in Afghanistan so that they would have the ability that any withdrawal would be based solely, completely on conditions on the ground with the ability if these hot spots were up. Now, we watched the march to Kabul with, with almost zero opposition. So this is another great lie that was told that, oh, no, we've got 300,000 forces there. Okay, where were they? Where's their air power you were talking about two weeks ago, Joe? U.S. Joint Chiefs Chairman warning that Biden's disaster here could speed up an attack on our homeland. Yeah, you think, Mark Milley? Yeah, I would say that's probably the right thing. Maybe you should have spent less time on the issues involving a woke military and more time on focused on Afghanistan and what was predictable to unfold if, in fact, this was allowed to happen. Kabul Airport, three killed on by gunfire outside the terminal. Former Afghan ambassador to the U.S. shares a message to vets devastated. Afghan's first female ambassador to the U.S. expressing deep gratitude for the troops service over the last 20 years, telling Fox News they provided unprecedented opportunities for Afghans. Many U.S. vets of the Afghan war become demoralized and are struggling with their mental health as they watch the Taliban rapidly seize territory throughout the Middle Eastern nation. You made a huge inference, a difference in the lives of people you, you haven't met and will never meet, she said in this message to frustrated veterans during their interview. By the way, we expect at some point that Biden is going to speak for stations along the Sean Hannity Show Network. Please be aware we, if we do that, we'll probably stay with our coverage just to give you a little heads up. Uh, world leaders all blaming Biden. Everyone's blaming, rightly so. Taliban now freed thousands and thousands of prisoners. Biden team was shocked. Why were they shocked by the Taliban's gains in Afghanistan? Why didn't you know? Somebody used the phrase Saigon on steroids. I think that's a pretty accurate term at this point. General Milley warning about the terror threats to our homeland as a result of all of this. 
Nobody cares about us. A crying Afghan girl shares fears of dying slowly in history in a viral video. It breaks your heart. You know, what world is asking, where's Joe? Zooming his National Security Council from Camp David. And there was something odd about the time there. I've not been able to confirm what people are writing yet. I got to be triple and quadruple check everything we talk about. Um, Biden's statement, washing hands of Afghanistan. The blame Trump thing really bothers me the most. This is a guy that, you know, you took energy independence, Joe, and you, you, you got rid of it. You blew it for the first time. It was handed to you. And now you're begging OPEC to increase their oil production because we don't have enough oil because of your policies. The border was secure, Joe. The lowest, you know, we, we had the stay in Mexico policy, building the wall. You know, we ended catch and release. You bring back process and release. No stay in Mexico policy and all border wall construction ends. And then Joe's missing in action. Now they're about to call this the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. I forgot that part. And Blinken trying to just say it's, it's really not Saigon. No, it might actually be worse. Certainly looks just as bad. It's in the self-interest of the Taliban not to harbor al-Qaeda, our Secretary of State, Blinken. Are you, are you really that dumb and naive and stupid to believe that about terrorists? How how did you ever get that job? How did this guy? Oh, it's just a mess. Pentagon top brass hid the truth about Afghan security forces to the public. Washington Post. Wow, that'd be called a cover up. Why do these guys still have jobs? Why? If you messed up this bad in your job, you would not. And, and on an issue of such importance, you would not be working. I promise you. An empty room, Joe Biden, no plan, the world on fire, smug as ever. The weakest photo of an American president somebody wrote that I've ever seen. It was bad. It, it's it, And it's just getting worse. Just a disgrace. And Trump, to his credit, defended his policy, saying, no, it was, was going to be on the ground. We were going to determine based on conditions on the ground. What we what we would do moving forward. Sad to see these people clinging to airplanes, sad to watch the Afghan president flee, sad to watch our flag being taken down. Travesty that this is where we end 20 years later. Back in power. So the next plotting, planning, scheming will, will take place in the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. It's pretty amazing. How could you get so much so wrong so quickly? What has this guy done that you are that you say, you know what, he really did a good job here, Hannity. I give him a lot of credit. Right, call me. Tell me. Because I don't see it. We're waiting for Joe Biden now to speak. When he does, we'll bring it live. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program, also get to your calls. We'll get some input from Daniel Hoffman and Colonel North. We have to do some updates on COVID now that we have all these breakthrough cases and that they're telling us the vaccine will not prevent you from getting COVID. 